Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. presents The Fall of Osha, episode 35, Staring into the Abyss. Back in the very same tunnel where Charlie first made her magical contract, things are a little... different. What lays ahead for the two of them as they press on in this new journey? Well, let's find out. So the two of you start heading down the walk through the increasingly foggy tunnel where it's dark and it's quiet and all you can hear is your own footsteps and the gentle sounds of your own breathing. Are you doing anything else? What does it smell like down here? Is it like, is it like a like a musty sort of smell or? It's got a damp Thanks, smell. Sort of like dank sort of smell is it or? Where water to be, I'm guessing, or? It does smell damp. And... It does smell like a bit like standing water, for lack of a better term. Hmm. But it doesn't smell old, or anything like that. Okay. Okay. And is it, like, is it still, is it still going... Like upwards slightly, or is it going downwards? It's Tunnel. gently sloping down now. Gently sloping down, okay. At this point, you have about 50 foot of visibility, and the fog starts getting thicker. More is there, actually put her boots on rather than her heels at this point. I will give Moira a blessing of the trickster so they have advantage on stealth for the next hour. Um, I guess we keep going for a minute. Yeah, we've got 50 feet of movement of, of, of visibility still, so yeah. Probably, yeah, going down pretty much a, uh, is a decent sort of plan for now at least. Can you both make me a perception check, please? Absolutely. Starting off the session strong with a seven. Okay, we're at sixteen all in. Okay. Well, even with that seven, Charlie has no endings in her skin. You start to feel the beginnings of a very slight breeze. Yeah. Best thing of a trickster. One hour stealth advantage. Yeah, you just have advantage on stealth checks for the next hour. Cool. I will be using that for sure. It's a trickery domain because everyone said it was the one that was stupid and pointless to have because it wasn't as good as the others. It's like, I've used Blessing of the Trickster more than most of my monk abilities. Mm. Okay, so nerve endings in fingers we can feel. 
as a very slight breeze starting to come up through the tunnel. Occasionally you get dripped on. Is it a cold breeze? Not particularly. Charlie, do you feel that? Well, it says as she keeps walking. Does Charlie feel it? Yes. You have no repentance in your skin, I assume. Mm-hmm. Such a... Does it feel like a natural draft? Or does... Like, a draft we felt in tunnels that we've gotten through? This one... It's more closely related to... It's like draft if you're walking across a field. Just in the open air. I mean, this is natural. Just keep low for a bit, alright? Moira looks at her six foot two frame and says, Really? That's a new hype for Moira. Oh, six one, six one, sorry, six one. I I look at I look at Moira with raised eyebrows, I literally just crouch down slightly as I continue to move. Moira will emulate Charlie and the best she can and basically like start to walk like she's appearing in a musical. As Moira does that, let's see. A particularly large drip of water falls down the back of your neck. It's very cold. Oh. That water's cold. Lovely. Or oh. sort of shakes herself a little bit as she walks she rather to keep walking quietly. Just keep moving on. It's all descends. Your visibility gets worse, but the air becomes a bit fresher. I've now got about 30 foot of visibility. The fog is that heavy. If we didn't know better, it could almost be mistaken for magical darkness except fog. Hmm. Right, what? Give, give me a minute, I've got something for this. Okay. Um close my eyes and activate, spend a minute to activate my um, blind fighting. Um, you can do. I will clarify, this isn't actually magical darkness. I was just trying to think of an apt comparison. True, but it would allow me to sort of see see the outline of everything still, wouldn't it? I personally don't count weather effects as anything obstructive, but yes, I suppose so. It would give you a better picture of the outline of the tunnel. And you would be able to see anything within your foot. Like, within your, um, 35 foot, is it? Yeah. Regardless of the fog. I'll activate it, because if it does get any thicker, I've still got 35 feet, then. Okay. Charlie sits on and meditates. Myra, what do you do in that time? Myra will, um, you know, 
keep guard, like a better term, for the, for the moment that um, Charlie is uh, effectively meditating to make this happen. And then Moira will uh, say, Charlie, we should probably, even though you've done your new voodoo thing, wherever that is, um, we should probably stick close together. Charlie answer is there, concentrating for the next minute. It was after the fear of okay. And Moira just stood guard during that minute. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Moira reaches out her hand to Charlie. Oh. I take it the pin has passed by now? Yes. I just see like I just see outlines of everything at this point. Despite the fact that my eyes are closed, I'm like, oh, I can see much better now. As I'll stand back up. You ignore Moira's hand. Moira helps Charlie back to her feet, and then uh, we'll uh, let's say. I'd rather say close by, close by each other. Okay. Okay. If you say so. Moira. Charlie's not moving. Yeah, Moira uh, will keep pace with Charlie as they keep walking. With their eyes closed as they continue to walk down and just see squiggly lines everywhere. Yeah. So is Moira still holding Charlie's handle? Oh, yes. Oh. Okay. Moira is not leaving Charlie's side. Two hold hands and skip down the tunnel. Well, maybe not skip. I'm, I've got the rhythm of my in my head now. That get a bit road sort of thing. <laughs> um, can you two make me a nature check, please? Nature. Hmm. A sixteen from Moira. In the hell is nature on this minus one eighteen. Mm. As you're like going along, and very cute. Charlie's still got her eyes closed. It's probably a bit disturbing for Moira just to see Charlie with her eyes closed, just walking so perfectly, avoiding every little rock and pebble that comes into view. Charlie it, sees without seeing. It's weird, but it's but it does it does impress Moira. I mean, I feel like you'd be pretty hard-pressed not to be impressed by something like that. But you can feel beneath your feet that the tunnel is slowly starting to flatten out again. And eventually you're walking along a flat straight. Moira, it's pretty damn foggy down here. You've got about 10 foot of visibility. Okay. Charlie, I don't know what you can see um, currently with your new uh, seeing but not seeing thing you're doing, but I can barely see ten foot in front of myself. I'm, I'm, I'm still good. Just keep close. I'm counting on you. Yeah, I'm gonna hold, keep holding your hand until such time I need to go of it. Okay. Okay. Oops. 
I just part of me is just hoping this becomes a thing, just so when it like something like this comes up in front of Shard and Oberyn, they're both like, "What the fuck have we missed?" I've got bad romance thing in my head right now. <laughs> Love that song. You can have advantage on your next roll. Anymore. I'll take it. Yes, I am going to splice a tiny for the first song. Did you just keep poodling along? Well, we'll keep, we'll keep, we'll keep walking alongside uh, Charlie. Charlie, can you make me a perception check, please? Can I, can I make an advantage since I can sort of see quite well? I know everything's lines, but I can see relatively well now. But you can only see 35 foot. You can have advantage for that 35 foot. Everything else is fair game. Okay, so just roll regularly then. No, you can have advantage. Anything beyond that 35 foot is fair game. Uh, dirty twenty. Okay. Mm. Let's see, what can Charlie see? You can see the tunnel starting to narrow as you're walking along. Thirty-five foot is a surprisingly long way if you put it into perspective. So you can see the walls are starting to narrow in to the point where if they carry on narrowing, they will be single file. Yeah, it's nearly six Moira's in length. Ah oh yes, Moira is our new time of measurement. One Moira. <laughs> <laughs> nearly. It's nearly six Moira's. Um, question for the DM. If, um, obviously when you're in fog, you can sort of, you can obviously feel what it feels like. You can arguably taste what it's like sometimes. It's not good. Yeah. Is there, am I getting any of that to make me think it's anything other than basic fog? Rummy nature, please. Let's use some intelligence skills. Okay, well, a 19. Plus six. Twenty-five. That's what we like to see. As you're being led along. The fog it you've had Moira's had the expression before you can cut the fog with a knife. This would apply in this place. You'd like cut it and scoop it up into a nice little pile. In a weird way, it's almost like walking through, I don't know, a disgusting cloud of whipped cream, except you can just walk straight through it. It's that thick. But it's... it's a bit cold. But it smell it doesn't particularly smell bad. It tastes bad. So... See, I'm not an alchemist, you see. Hmm. I was gonna say, uh... About uh, maybe setting it on fire. If it was flammable, that'd be a bad idea. Um, if it was. So, I'm more than going to suggest that idea. Um, what do they keep walking? I like your enthusiasm. I really, really do. 
but maybe I'm reading it wrong, but I feel like Alex might like to keep hold of Charlie for a bit and not have her go up in flames in a cave. <laughs> so I'm not sure what it is, but because Moira doesn't know what it is and potentially how explosive it could be if it is something like Islambul, Moira's not going to suggest that or attempt to do it either. Hey Alex, Alex, who is this guy? What's he done with Moira? Are we sure we're not just playing with Chris in a map onesie or something? It's Chris got like flashcards behind the camera that you're reading off. Nope. Oh, Chris is in the <laughs> room. It's all good. Practically right in there, like, no, Chris isn't here. What did you. What did I say? <laughs> no. <laughs> the fog is not particularly smelly or disgusting and the tunnel's getting narrower. And as you keep moving along, Moira can start to see the walls are quite literally closing in on you. Hmm. Charlie, when you came with me before, did you go through this, this tunnel? Although I can remember, it was different. We never bumped into anything and there was no fog. Charlie, did you, was... go, did you go through this tunnel, though? It's two, two days ago, two days ago, three days ago. We were me and my friend was in here. Okay. How narrow is this gonna get? It didn't narrow when we were last in here, did it, Dean? Oh. This part of the tunnel you're in wasn't here last time. I think we're walking into a trap. Okay. Let's let's keep going, but be ready. Moira, in the other hand, pulls her dagger, ready. Moira gets her stabbing ready. Charlie, with your vision sword, you can see where the tunnel gets narrow and becomes single file, and then a little bit narrow beyond that. And then it seems to go round a very, very sharp corner. Because it's single file, that means we're going to be one behind the other, obviously. So Moira will put Charlie in front and basically put one arm on her shoulder, hand on her shoulder. The elephant. <laughs> the elephant method. Charlie, what do you? Take care of it, Okay. As the tunnel gets narrower, can you both make me? Acrobatics, please. Yes, even the witch. The 16. Which I think it. Oh! I get advantage! You had advantage on your no, last roll. Stealth. This is my this is my this is my next roll. Pretty sure you rolled before then. 
lots of trouble taking breaks. You know what? Fuck it. Have an advantage anyway. That was a 27. I'll take the advantage because that was a 1. Yes. <laughs> so, 16 and a 27. Yeah. No. Charlie just goes, no, 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 in the corner like it's not even there. Moira. It's it's mostly your height that makes it a bit awkward because I imagine Moira is all gangly limbs. And um, it's you're trying to maneuver yourself around the very tight corner, and it's it's wide enough, but it's just kind of figuring out where to put your arms and legs. As as you turn the corner, this wouldn't bother Charlie because you know monk. Charlie could just probably handstand walk through it. The terrain gets narrower and steeper, and it's almost like a V-shape now. So it's a bit awkward for you to figure out where to put your arms and legs so you don't end up breaking an ankle. But you do eventually get through. Just a little bit scraped. Mm. Well, that was pleasant. Let's hope it's not been too much more like that on the way forward. Is he going downhill still, or is he going uphill now? He's actually going neither now. Because at the end of that V was the end of the tunnel. Whilst music intensifies. Both make me perception checks now, please. Charlie, do you keep your special vision up? There's no fog. There's no fog. 17. Um, I can see normally again, then I'll drop it. You can see quite normally. Okay. Drop it then. Um. 17. Okay. Good rolls. You're in a field and the air is completely still. It's probably near the end of the day and the sky is streaked with reds and oranges. And there's a path wandering up through the middle of a heavily shadowed flower field. It's just full of deep, dark flowers. There's a winding path, and it just cuts through them. And off to the back of beyond, I suppose. You know where we go from here, Charlie? This isn't the path this isn't the path I was on, was it? No. This isn't right. That just adds up. There's only one way to go in that tunnel, and that's the way we followed. But none of this is familiar. It's like it's changed. So. If it's changed, where in the 
hell of Oshia, are we? to make me an arcana check, please. Yes, even the monk. Zero. <laughs> Seriously. One minus one. I love when Wait. that happens. Thirty. Jesus Christ, okay. That wasn't even a crit. <laughs> I know, Moira's arcana bonus is absolutely terrifying. You roll arcana at advantage now as well. Oh yeah, I oh, could get a crit. I didn't. Ah, did they beat the thirty though? No. Ah, No, that was two. I rolled that one. So no, I'm glad I. I'll think of the thirty. I'll think of my nineteen plus eleven. Yes. Yes. Good shape. <clears throat> Charlie, you said this before. Probably plenty of times that magic is not your forte. And maybe you spend the minute that Moira is peering around trying to figure out if maybe you took a wrong turn. But that can't be right because Charlie is excellent with directions and there was only one way to go. Moira, you being more magically inclined can sense that this place has an overwhelming amount of magic to it. But it's not the sort you normally experience. It's... It's like walking into a room where something is slightly different, but you're not entirely sure what it is. It's... I can... I... Sorry. No. As I say, it's all around you. It's not hostile, exactly. but you probably sense it doesn't want you to just hang around for too long. I conveyed this as best I can to Charlie. Um, something's off magically here. I would advise sticking around here for too long. Right. Should probably keep moving then. I mean, do we. Do you know. Whereabouts. Now we're out of the tunnels. Do you know, any idea. Are we going overground? Which direction we're going? We're going to go in at all? Well, the problem is. There's only one direction to go in, in the tunnel, which we followed. And we haven't ended up where I came out of originally. No. But do you know if, we, if it's in the north, or south, or east, or west sort of thing? Because we can, we can judge it by if it's heading towards the evening. We can judge it by where the sun's setting. Science. Charlie's quite good with their wisdom. Is were they known the direction? How do you know where the planet's going? Red DM will be generous. <laughs> I'm hoping. Oh, well, now that you've asked for things. <laughs> uh, Charlie, make me a survival yeah, check, please. I'd say history, but I feel like... Survival. Yeah, I'd say history, but I feel like survival might be slightly more up Charlie's alley. I was thinking to myself, that looks 
too low because I'm plus 11 and everything else, but then I remember, oh yeah, that's because I have a 22 dexterity these days. 17 on the dice, so 26. Jesus. Charlie consults her in a compass and thinks for a moment. When you were heading towards the big step originally, the sun would have been setting. Let's see. From where you're standing, the sun is on the east, as it would have been if you were at the big step. Or it appears to be on the east because that's where you can see the sort of green going through the sky. The sun is somewhere behind a dark hill. So theoretically, you're going in the the same direction. Sorry, you could do No, I was just saying, theoretically, you are facing the same direction as you would have been when you were at the big step. Can we see the big step from here? You cannot see the big step. Right, so... We know which direction... Do you know which direction this place we're going to is in, Charlie? Yeah, we need... Well, we need to reach the big step first, so we've got to go in that direction. And I'll point in the correct direction so, that I'm aware of. So if we're, if we're looking towards where the big step would normally look, if we look from there outwards, then keeping that in mind, keep that on that side of us, we can walk towards where the big step should be, in theory. It could be either north or south, I guess. wasn't quite so helpful. Oh, I mean, I'm just kind of impressed. This is like a whole new site to Moira. <laughs> well, to be fair, Moira is an investigative reporter. She has a certain amount of wisdom. Okay, so, with that in mind, should we, should we do that, or should we stay, or should we meet? Well, we won't, we, we won't reach tonight. We just go in one direction quickly. And then set up a camp. Yeah, with, by which I mean, whatever it is, we've we've still got another day and a half. By which I mean, I'll put the hut. Up. I'll put the hut up. At least that way, you've got some beds. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go for uh, how long have we been going for? Like, because PCs by the book can go for eight hours before they need to rest, don't they? Otherwise, they face exhaustion. Yes, this is actually something I want to start bringing into my later game campaign. You've been going for about six hours at the moment. So we can go for about another two before we need to rest. Okay. Charlie, you pick us a route to go. I will happily follow. I'm going the route of where I know the big step would be because of the sun and stuff. That would be straight ahead. Where I explained it better than Charlie could. Yeah. That'd be straight ahead through the flower field, then. Through the flower fields. <laughs> Who's your one? <laughs> Who's walking in front? We're off to see the big... We're off to see the big magical entity. The big man- magical entity that's stuck here. He's probably going to kill us. Or do wonderful things for us. Charlie <laughs> does the munchkin dance. Boris almost wants to link arms at this point, but no, just walk alongside. 
Charlie on, on the through the field. Charlie, do you do anything while you're walking? No, just staying visual and keeping an eye on what's around. <laughs> no, I'm not taking my own hand at the moment. Oh. Just don't know. <laughs> I'm totally not pushing for this shit to say. As you walk through the field of flowers, can you both make me, let's see, what should we use? My sheet of skills. Can you just make everything acrobatics checks, because I'll do phenomenally. Yeah, I will, if you convince me how you can smell things with your acrobatics. That'd be, I, I think that'd be nature slash survival. Come on. How could you smell things with acrobatics? I was kidding. <laughs> it's worth a try. Nose, it would have been impressive. My, every part of my body channels key. Everything upon, of my body's acrobaticness and athleticness. God, that's not a terrifying thought. Does that mean when Charlie's looking around, she looks like the doll from Squid Game? Just her eyes all over the place. <laughs> okay. Can you make me... You know what, we'll call it perception. Everyone likes perception. Oh no! Jesus, okay. You don't have to like perception 16. that much. I dropped my, uh... My dog on the floor. 16. 16. Okay. Perception for Moira is, um, 26. Just poodling up this little cut path through the path of flowers. You start to notice a sound in the background. Sort of crunching, twisting noise. Rustling. It's very soft at first. But it becomes more and more noticeable as you keep moving. Moira. You look round and you see the flowers. Almost quivering. Charlie, you can see this. They're looking at you. But they're all looking at you. They're just shaking. As the face of each flower is just a single eye. A black, soulless eye. And it's just darting around. But a lot of them are focused on you. Oh, a whole field full of those. Yes. I say we keep moving. <laughs> um, um, Moira turns around and, and like, yeah, let's, let's move quickly. I don't think we should, we should definitely not uh, linger here. As you walk along the path, the little tendrils of the flowers reach out as if to try and grab you. They're not quite long enough. Let's keep going. If only I had fireball at this point. To be fair, if we had open, we could talk to the damn things. Flowers, what are you doing? I don't appreciate your hentiness when I have my own hentiness. Uh, let's, yes, sound like along those sort of lines. Absolutely, Charlie. Let's just get out of this field quickly. Can we see the edge of the field from here? 
Yes and no. You could see the fields. They just roll on. The path splits. It goes in a few different directions. And there's a crooked signpost hanging from the far distance. But the flowers are everywhere. And bordering one of the paths, the flowers are taller. The height of sunflowers, actually. The eyes are much bigger, and they're just fixed directly on you, tracking your every movement. I'm guessing it's getting darker the whole time as well, yeah? Yes. Okay, how far is the signpost away? The signpost's about 100 foot. Let's check the signpost, Charlie, and then... Think about... We need... Uh, we need... We definitely gonna need to stop and rest soon. Don't worry, nothing can you get in the hut. What does the signpost say as we approach it? Okay, can either of you read Abyssal? Common Elvish Infernal? No. Um, do I actually like. I'm literally like two levels off being able to read all languages as a monk. Do I have any spells I can do that? Well, at the moment, the signpost just looks like screaming put into letters. Yeah, I. my only character who can read it. I did nothing I could do to read that, no. Okay. Moira and Charlie stare at the signpost that is screaming written into letters. We're thinking I've got a forgery kit, but not a translation matrix for it. Okay. Moira has Infernal, doesn't she? Yes. Okay. I feel like Infernal and Abyssal use the same sort of structures. I like the idea of certain languages being related to each other. I do. Oh, I do. So you could pick out the odd word, like the odd letter here and there. You get the impression that these are all place names. But that's not particularly helpful given the current situation. Okay. With that, I'm going to keep that in mind. Um, I will like make little notes on some parchment from what I have been to read from it, and I'll say, uh, right, need a f Charlie. It's getting way too dark. These things are way too creepy. We need to find somewhere to sleep. We need to find an area I can put the, the hut up, because anything that is inside the diameter will be inside with us when I when I cast it. So the path splits in three directions. Which one do you take? You can keep going forward. You can go to the left, which would take you away from the setting sun. Or you can go towards it, but it would mean edging around those weird tall flowers. Um, could I try something quickly? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I want to spend a point of key to do wings unfurled. And I'll just fly and I want to fly up and see if I can see which direction Big Step is in. Okay. Do that. Charlie's... I'll mark off the key. Could you describe your wings for us again? Yeah, they're... They, I think wings are the same length as your body, so basically either wing comes out about six foot with a six foot wingspan, but they're like... Special wings, they, they're they not real, they seem to go through everything. 
they're like an orangey red color that sparks with electricity and they're in the sort of they look like dragon wings and i'll just shoot up into the air because i have a 120 foot of movement with these wings so with those wings i'm going to fly up and see if i can see the big step okay charlie shoots up like a rocket when there's just Moira on the ground, you feel like the flowers are leaning in a bit closer to you. <laughs> but Charlie, up in the air, can you make me perception at advantage, please? Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Not the flowers, just kidding. Mm, 22 with advantage. Okay. You shoot up like a rocket and you glance round. The Moira below being weirdly creeped on by some flowers. You glance around, and you can see just beyond the hills, where the sun is setting. But you can't see the big step anywhere. This place you're in, you you glance around behind you, and there's part of the cave you came out of. But beyond that, it's just a swirling mass of golds and blacks. And there seems to be that sort of border around this entire plane you're in. But from your height, you can also see a small figure wearing a cloak and carrying a lantern, walking down one of the paths towards the place where Moira is probably having to lean a bit away from some of the flowers at this point. Like to remember more actually tempted to actually get the long sword out at this point almost to like almost like whirly bird but she's not because you know has ever used a long sword charlie does not seem where do the whirly bird with a sword oh this is making me more and more tempted to use a teleport okay okay i'll come back down then because after seeing the guy walk along the pathway that seems like a good slash not good idea to see what he's up to so i'll fly back down okay just back down and land gently on the floor iron man land iron man land superhero <laughs> landing when you do that the flowers do back away from you for a moment before resuming their positions all right what do you see except's not here i mean not here it's like we're in a dome of, of sorts it's so but there's someone coming down that path there when let's go to them or we let them come to us just in e case either way it's getting creepy here and it's not as many of us normal we need to uh, be sensible of our choices you say that just as you see the light of this lantern crest the hill yeah, your flames away. This what? little cloaked figure shuffles closer in your direction. Hello? Oh, yes, hello, hello. It's not often I see people here on this road. Who are you? It doesn't answer at first, it shuffles a bit closer. And you can see it's an elven man. A very old elven man. He's probably somewhere in the thousands at least by now. With just grey, scruffy hair that's kind of been chopped off roughly. 
and his face is a bit sunken in with age, which, from what I can understand, is quite unusual for elves. He's a bit hunched over. You can see his cloak is a bit shabby and stained. He's carrying a little lantern in one hand. Before I tell you anything, why are you in the fields of flowers? She told me to come with her. We're trying to find the big step. We're, we've got we got something to do in this is I took this tunnel about three days ago, but it's sort of like the tunnels just changed direction overnight and led us here. The big step. Oh, oh. The big step's not here, dear girl. Have you This is Savantis. The big step isn't here. Which direction is the big step in then, if you don't mind me asking, sir? The name's Euphrates. Do you care for me to spell that for you? It's E U. I'll just spell it by spelling. Anyway, the actual spelling's E U P H R A T E S. So close. I wrote it down with an I S at the end. So close. Very close. It went U-F-R-A-T-S-S. No, yeah. U-F-R-A-T-E-E-S. Euphrates. It's not a bad synonymous thing, I suppose. Um, Charlie, maybe we should ask him where we, the direction of where we need to go in general. Because you say a big step and then we go to somewhere else. Maybe he just knows the way to the place in general you need to go. Euphrates stands right there, aren't you? Pun? Is, I don't know what that place is actually called. Is it you? Obviously, it's going to be incognito to the rest of the island. Well, can't have to ask. Euphrates, my name is Moira. Um, I'm very pleased to make your acquaintance. We're looking for a camp. Euphrates looks a bit confused for a moment. Well, um, my Moira, is it? Yes, Moira. Moira Vex, yes. I believe what you're looking for is on Feria, on the island. There's no caps on the mainland. I assume that's where you came from. You have that, the magic residue of the barrier on you. It's the island. Are you two perhaps not good at directions? We entered a cave on Osha. Okay. Um, can you two make me a religion check, please, quickly? This is not going to go well. It's an intelligence actually, skill. Actually, it might go well. How the hell is religion not pres- wisdom? Really, I it's think... It's for knowledge. The thing is, I think religion... You can use wisdom if you want for it, because I think, honestly, religion could go in either. Hmm. It's irrelevant. I got a five. Sorry, six. Do you want to add your wisdom modifier to it? Because you are cleric. Yeah, that that was with wisdom modifier. With my with my intelligence modifier uh, for religion itself, it's only a ten. Okay. You do if you just look blankly at Euphrates for a minute. I'm assuming both of you skipped Sunday school then. 
I was homeschooled, to be honest. Well, yes, well, do go on, please. You're in Cervantes. It's one of the planes of existence on Feria. It's arguably, some call it the underworld, but I find that blasphemous. Something has led you here. Why are you here? Charlie. I came to help something that wants to go home. That calls itself the gatekeeper. It helped me out in return for a favour of helping it go home. So I'm trying to find it again. Can you make me um perception advantage, Charlie? You can have double advantage, actually, because Charlie has eyes. I mean, it was an 18, so I guess we'll see what happens. Oh, oh, 24. Okay. The mark you received from the gatekeeper, it's faintly, like, glowing now. You see, the mark that led you here. You need to be invited to end up in this place. So we're going in the right direction then. Yes, yes. You were invited here, so it will take you to where you need to go. But why are you here? He says, looking at Moira. I came because Charlie needed my help. Curious. It doesn't normally let visitors in without a reason. It. It, it, dear girl, the world. The world is alive, don't you know? I have respect for religions, and everyone has a, one they believe in. Why are one modeling cleric facts? Or is it Tina? I forget. Checks sheet. <laughs> one. <laughs> one. I mean, Moira has a deity, so. Yes, well. Come, come with all you for tears, he'll show you. And he'll turn around and start shuffling off of his lantern. It's like a proper old man shuffle. I know where else to go, Charlie. Looks like, we're in the, looks like we've come, arguably, the quick way. Hmm. So is he. Let's, let's just keep going. Let's keep our guard up as well. Euphrates, for all he's doing his best to be helpful, he is agonizingly slow. To metagame it slightly, if he had a speed, it would probably be about 15 feet. Because this man is ancient. Should we run under each arm at this point and just carry him? No. Let's, let's not. Let's be sensible. I, 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 oh, and Euphrates. Yes. Would you. You look tired, so would you care for maybe... I, I have a steed I can summon if it make it easier for you to... if it be easier for you. Nonsense, dear girl. My legs are perfectly working. I, I just... I just, I just, I just, I just purely being... just offering, that's all. I know, you mean well. But old Euphrates here can walk himself. No problem. More starts... You know that thing you do in, in, in video games where you go round someone while they're doing the walking? <laughs> Why are you acting so 
Well, just try and get my steps in, that's all. He turns to look at Charlie whilst he's shuffling along. You're looking for the gatekeeper, you say? Aye. Why might that be? The gatekeeper hasn't sent for anyone in thousands of years. I know. I was trying to help a friend escape. And we bumped into him on the tunnels we were taking. He, he said the only way to let us pass was either to fight him or to make a deal with him, to free him. Gatekeeper wishes to perish then. We were on the run from a lot of soldiers, so took the option to come back and help him. Thing all these soldiers don't understand is they die just like the rest of us. They get buried in the same ground and the same worms will eat them. But why did the gatekeeper appear to you? The gatekeeper keeps to himself. He is. He is a tragic entity. He's cursed. He's forever to stay trapped in his own realm. Well, he doesn't even have his own realm. The Gatekeeper lives between the realms and guards them. It's not a job I'd want for myself. Being forced to stay in one place, your soul never to rest. Let's hope you don't go there after you eventually die. The old man shuffles more. You keep going along. Euphrates has a habit of mumbling to himself at time to time. When he strays too close to the edge of the path, the flowers rear back a bit from his lantern. They don't seem to like it very much. Until eventually, in the far distance, you can see the outline of, I guess, a wall tank. Are you wanting to rest? you're from the plant the well the plane of the living you still have needs do you not yes um i don't on a while yes i will show you the place where you can rest and then we'll figure out what we're doing from there thank you more old man shuffling at least i've got to put the, the harp now i guess Morris said to Charlie, heading towards, heading after the old man. So, Euphrates moves along at his agonizingly slow pace. Two of you probably have time for a pig, you'd still be able to catch up with him. Do you do anything whilst you're walking? Or, you're like basically ambling? Yeah, I can't be. Yeah, I can't really cast haste on him because it would only last for a minute and it also would be super rude to do that on somebody <laughs> you've just met. I have an idea of what, as to what would happen if you did cast haste on him and it would be kind of funny, but... Yeah, Moira's not going to be rude. That would literally be half my walking speed if he was hasted. 
Yeah, it would only bring him to sorry fur. He is a very old man. Mm, I was expecting that. As you approach the, the walls, you notice they're made of an obsidian black stone. And there's a clear border around where the flowers don't want to get too close. There's the occasional light on in the city. I call it a city. Old time, old city. Whichever. There's a few lights dotted around. They're all emitting a sort of jade green glow. Euphrates doesn't seem bothered as he carries on shuffling towards. And can the two of you make me arcana? You can both have it at advantage, actually. Twelve. Okay. Twenty-eight. Jesus. Charlie, even whilst not being the most magically inclined, you can feel the overwhelming amount of magic coming from this town. Moira, you can almost pinpoint the location where every different thread of magic is coming from. Except you'd be there a while because it is all around you. Coming from everywhere. Not as usual. Again, it's not exactly hostile. It's more curious. It's almost asking you why you're here. This is... Do I get out or do Charlie get out as well? Charlie can more tell there's just a lot of magic here being more martial than magic-y. More of that sort of like puts her hand up in the air, almost as if she's trying to like wave her hand through what she, what she, almost like the streets that she can basically see of magic in the sky. This is weird. And this is weird even for us, Charlie. It's like it's, this is going to sound weird, but that magic asking why we're here. It's not just asking why you're here, maybe. Because I have... Uh, I'll show the symbol that the gatekeeper left on me. Maybe. So it's not just asking why you're here? Well... I'm with her. What was this to the sky? What? What was that? That's very good work. Sorry. Oh, Euphrates is a little bit deaf. No, it's okay. I'm talking to the magic. Ah, understandable. <laughs> Mr. Euphrates, could I ask a question as they walk? Is the magic here sentient? He stops and gives you a funny look. Yes, yes, of course it is. How does one communicate with the magic? It chooses who it communicates with. Okay. Doesn't mean you need to scream at the sky. People may look at you a little bit strangely. I'm used to that. It's fine. I have a friend with four arms. Four more than usual, but I mean as well. So. Trust me, people are used to staring at me and my friends. You mean like that one 
over there. And can the two of you make me a perception, please? Just don't biff it too badly. <laughs> perception is 19 win. Yeah. You look over. And you recognise Oberyn. But it's not Oberyn. It's the shadow version of Oberyn. Slowly put my hand on me and quarter staff. Shadow. No. Oh. Sorry, Matthew. No, no, no. no. Moses has got her hands ready, but not glowing in my fingers. She's like. The Shadow Oberon has developed shadow tentacles to match his overworld counterparts. He's almost just hanging there. He's petting a cat on the street, a shadow cat. Does it look like Kindra used to? It's honestly very hard to discern any details because this is literally a cat made of shadows. Oh, a marmalade shadow cat would be amazing. He picks up the cat, tries to walk in, he stops, and looks at you. You can see the bright white eyes just narrow for a moment before then he carries on his way. Now that you think about it, all the other people in this town are shadow people. Is this a recreation of a town we've been to? Hmm. Oh. A walled town. Is this a recreating of, um... I'm not fucking remember the name. The town where Bengarn was, the one that got destroyed. Larton. How can I not remember? Larton. Is this a recreation of Larton? Hmm. Because that's where the cat was discovered. Yeah. Can you both roll me a d20 and just tell me what you get? Natural 20. 19. Nice. Jesus, okay. Moira and Charlie are on high alert. Yes and no. You can see a tavern that even with the etched out shadow details looks identical to the Hammer's Head Inn. But that's not it. There's a church that looks like the one in the small town of Lynn that you reconvened in after the tsunami. There's a hill going up to a small forested area, just like Penshaw Port where you all first met. I know what this is. What is it's this, Charlie? Um, it's a mashup of everywhere we've been. Yes. Every memory we've had of every individual part of a town. This is what it is. It's mashing up all memories into one town. You look up. This is like a memory bank. You can see a large cathedral on the other side of the small church. Where tieflings, shadow tieflings in robes, just start coming out observing the sky. Swear to God, if we end up encountering a menagerie of animals with shadow forms, I'm going to start screaming. Let's just hope we don't encounter a Goliath again in shadow form. Roll me investigation. 
14, no, 30, 20. Seven. You two glance through the crowd, and there is a Goliath wandering around. About 40 foot away from you. With a big fuck off weapon strapped to his back. He has his back turned to you at the moment. Charlie? Let's keep moving quickly and quietly. That's another trick, sir. <laughs> Goody to you, that for sure. Let's keep moving. Come on, you <laughs> clipped us. Come on, let's move. <laughs> Just because this is like a kind of a music speed. Wrong stealth, please, both of you. Charlie, do you get do you get stealth advantage as well? Uh no, just one person. Alright, so you can I'm getting it tomorrow. Yeah, you can have it as well because you've just seen their shadow Goliath and it's probably a bit alarming and quite fresh in your mind. Sigarell was much better. Oh no. You have advantage. Oh yeah, I'm rolled, yeah. I was, looking, I was looking at my stealth modifier. I was like, oh no. Um, I dropped a nat one, so thank you, Alex. Um, then you have 14, no. Okay, and what did Charlie get? 31. I got a natural <laughs> 20 again. Um, the, the lower was also a one. Jesus. Charlie becomes one of the shadow people they take that little notice of her. Moira, you stumble. And you see the shadow of the Goliath stiffen. Just glance around. You have two seconds to do something. Because older self myself. I make myself look like a shadow creature. Okay. Make me a wisdom save, please. Wisdom save? Yes. Okay, 22. Okay. The spell works. But instantly you feel the magic in the air turn slightly hostile. And the shadow people around you move away. And Euphrates turns around. I'd advise against doing that, dear girl. They don't take kindly to people trying to imitate them. Point. Moira will run ahead and then drop it. As soon as she's out of the glass eyesight. Goliath just carries on with his day. Yeah, drops it as soon as he looks away. So, I'm sorry. Is it someone you know? You could say that. Anyhow, yeah. sorry. Um, yes. It's quite new here. But no matter, come along now. You carry on shuffling. You're not one of them, he gestures to the shadow people. So I'd advise against going into their territories. But there is this here. And he opens a small door, a small, very nondescript door, to a very, very tiny room. It's got two beds in it. It's the sort of thing that was built for people who strayed down here. 
advise locking the door. Okay. Um, are you staying here as well? Or? Ah, Euphrates can't stay with ladies. That would be inappropriate. Ah. Euphrates is a gentleman. We need to find you in the morning. Ah, don't worry about it. All Euphrates will be right here. Okay, well, take care. Good night, and I will see you later. And he will, like, gesture you both inside and shut the door. Well, we'll lock it on either side. It's a very basic room in here. You've got your two beds. And there's a small light hanging from the top, emitting the same green glow as all the other lights. There's a small... I guess it's kind of like a basin, and that's about it, really. At least the at least the bed look decent enough. Charlie, you're right. Yeah. What? What if this isn't a memory bank? What if it's more memory? What if this place is that? memories built up from the dead people who come here the dead people who travel down to this realm what happened what if this entire place is their memories that also doesn't make sense because Oberon so maybe it is a maybe it is a bank of memories it's possible but something down here remembers Oberon Yeah, but it's still a bit weird. Well, doesn't we can, add up quite right. We can figure out the how and the why and the what. Maybe in the morning. Let's get some rest for now, yeah? Yeah, it might be worth putting up a tiny hut, to be honest. Inside this room? I think this room. Tiny hut's not that wide, is it? Tiny hut's like 10 foot wide? Not even that, is it? I remind myself, Tiny Hut. I haven't caught it for a while. <laughs> it's um, 10 foot radius. I guess we'll find out from the DM now whether how wide this room is. But I'm pretty sure Tiny Hut just clips through stuff, but I could be wrong. Give it a go. So how do you accidentally break down the entire building? It's a, it's a uh, it's a immobile dome of force. Um, creatures and objects within the dome. Really, it looks like it can. Yeah, it's up to you. Like, can. Well, it pops the pops the hut up. The hut appears. I know the hut appears around the room. <laughs> so the hut itself down here kind of molds itself to the shape of the room. I like that. So yeah, um, even if anything can get through that door. It ain't getting through that wall as well, so. 
we we also so in here it's lovely temperature um and it's perfectly well lit inside um would that change what the light looks like inside dm or would it be still the green light Faults to green light, but because it's now tiny hut, it can be whatever you want it to be. It, it looks like a to make because of the house we are now occupying in the uh, in the back in the back in the village. I've made it so it's the same sort of light it would be you know, on an evening there. With her hands over some ration, some uh, food packs that she's made up for Charlie. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Moira also pulled out a bottle of whiskey. One drink. You, you have that. I, I forget. I've got this flask. A part of the, the flask that I had. It, it literally doesn't run out of liquid. Moira under the more on, on top of the bottle and uh, and put the bottle forward. Sorry the gatekeeper and we'll um I'll hold the bump for a couple of seconds to turn it to vodka and then cheers with Moira so Charlie and Moira drink together how much do you two drink this is a, a, a swig at first and Moira sits there within the beds are like one one's there one's there sort of things and like they yes. can sit opposite each other I'd say Charlie would probably drink a fair bit, but I also imagine with Charlie's constitution score being as high as it is, I imagine Charlie's a bit like me when it comes to drinking. They can just handle like more than you'd expect them to. I mean, if Charlie intends on getting absolutely slashed, there will be rolls, but I should imagine Charlie can pack a drink away. Also, she's worked on a tavern, so... Yeah, Charlie's not getting smashed. Charlie's just having... Charlie, I'd say Charlie can drink a little bit more than the average person. So they're having... They're having their... They're having their enjoyed amount of vodka. Yeah, more, more than a vodka. Yeah, it's raspberry lemonade vodka. Very nice. Yeah, more basically having a nightcap before we turn in. Right. Never thought I'd be here for you, Charlie. You know. I mean, to be fair, I never thought I would be dealing with a gatekeeper, but hey ho, it happens. Also. Sorry if I was a bit forward by grabbing your hand earlier. I'm sorry. It's fine. You don't really know what we're walking into. So it, it's not played. I didn't quite expect. I didn't know what to expect with this gatekeeper, but I didn't expect this. More takes another swig of her drink and says. What do you know about this gatekeeper? Absolutely fuck all. To be exact. Without meaning to sound harsh or anything here, Charlie, 
you know, I love your pieces, but she, uh, but you are, uh, you made a promise to come and save somebody and you know nothing about them. I mean, to be fair, we also had an entire military camp chasing us. I get that. I get that. It was a tense situation. I get. I get that. I, I thought. I'm sorry. No, I get it. It was. It was a bit. We went in a bit unprepared. We just. We thought we aimed and aimed about sneaking around, and then we just decided to throw on a disguise self and walk straight in. And it worked for the best part. It's just our execution of distracting them didn't buy us a lot of time. So, when you went to that camp, that camp wasn't here, was it? It was Akarosha, obviously. Yeah, it was about 15 hours away from the big step. So, it will take an hour. With that in mind, the gatekeeper is here? Question mark? I have no idea. But, from what Eucalyptus, what you, what Eucalyptus was saying. Sorry, DM. Euphrates was saying. He seems to be between the dimensions, between the realms. That's what it sounds like. We could, but your mark oh, brought us God. here, so. They did. I wonder what. I wonder if Ben Garden's letting on more. knows more than he's ever let on because. that tunnel was in his shed, in his basement. This can't be a coincidence that. that, that I can walk through that tunnel normally. But then when I have this mark, it turns me to somewhere completely different. It has... Ben Gunn has to know something. Well, when we went through an anti-magic field where I tried to miss it up a, up a cliff, that's probably where we started going wrong. I'll speak to him. I'd say it's beautiful now, but a bit late for that. So, I say we finish our drinks, finish our food, get some rest, and then uh, in about eight hours' time, or maybe a bit less, depending, we uh, head on. But just so you know, I got your back, alright? No one's going to hurt you, okay? Not even me. You scratch mine, I'll scratch yours. I promise you, nobody's going to hurt you, okay? I don't know how to reply to that, so I just give more of an awkward nod. I'll take one more swig of her whiskey, recorks it, and, and then uh, puts her pack on the floor, and then... Is it just like a basic cot? 
to, to lay on sort of thing or is it a bed with covers and everything as well? It's got a pillow and a duvet and they smell like they've just come out of the laundry. It smells nice and clean at least, that's good. This bed is also long enough for you. Actually, it's too long for you. I love those sort of beds. However, um, rolls onto, onto the, on, on the, uh, on the bed, pulls the cover of her face to the wall to uh, try and get some actual sleep for change. Charlie? Yeah, Charlie stays up for a few more minutes, just... Do, do, is this dome soundproof or...? Yeah, right. According to this, um... Spells and magical effects can't extend through the dome, so technically speaking, it would be no sound could enter the dome, but sound can leave the dome. Oh, I'd say it's soundproof for purposes of whatever you're trying to do. Cool. Uh, Charlie's just listening to the silence for 10, 15 minutes before they go to sleep. I was going to say, I'd have it so that sound can come in and not go out rather than the other way. I reread it, it, it both ways. It's, oh. it's soundproof from the inside and the outside. Hmm. Hey, Charlie listens to the sound of silence. Not the song. After 10 15 minutes of that, Charlie will go to sleep. Where well, snores, apparently. <laughs> hates Norris. Not as bad as I do. <laughs> uh, but morning comes around soon enough. I'm going to say it's been eight hours because, you know, Charlie doesn't, didn't say about getting her blanket out. So long rest. Thank you, DM. Yeah. You get me key points back, so I'm a luck point back, so I'm good with that. All the spell slots I used also back. Thank you. And a tiny hut fades. So you wake up to the sounds of people moving around in the street. Good morning, Charlie. Morning. Charlie gets up, cracks her back, and grabs her gear. Because Charlie, Charlie's just one of those people that don't really need a morning routine. So you just go up, crack their back, and they're ready to go. Let's just go. Let's go. More we'll go to the door, unlock the door, and open the door. Just as he promised, Euphrates has stood in that exact spot. He's like asleep standing up, though. Good morning, sir. <laughs> oh, good morning, dear girl. Oh, you gave old Euphrates quite the fright then. We, you know, you, we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have been offended if you'd wanted to stay inside. Ah, uh, no, I couldn't possibly do that. And um, uh, I, I do have my own place. I just, I think I may have got here a little too early. Oh, that's fine. That's okay. So, um, lead the way then, good sir. He will lead the way. 
Uh, could you two make me perception, please? Fifteen. Okay. Perception. Yeah. Twenty-six. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't it. Gone. What's Charlie's perception modifier? Plus four. I'm proficient yeah. in perception. Really? Hmm. Yeah. You have alert, don't you? Uh, yeah, I have alert. I feel like that should be keeping proficient reception, but that's a conversation for later. Eight, probably eight and a half, nine hours at this point have passed. Uh, everything looks much the same as it did when we went in. It's still a reddish-orange sunset, and shadow people are still milling about. They don't really take any notice of you. Euphrates starts shuffling off through the town a bit more. What's the manor house at the top? Is it familiar to you, Charlie? Is it familiar to me? Hmm, roll me history. Please. As a noble as a noble background, I am proficient in history. That's where Varian's history proficiency came from. I always wondered that. Dirty 20. Yeah, nobles are proficient in history and persuasion. Okay. You look at this manor house. And you, it's on the tip of your tongue. You've definitely seen this before, but not necessarily on the island. Shortly, you um... I don't really know. It's a problem. It's... The gatekeeper mentioned none of this. Euphrates, do you know how we can communicate with the gatekeeper? Yes, that's why I'm taking you up to the house. Well, we're not supposed to call it the house. They get very offended if you say that. Um, there's someone here who might be able to help you. Thank you. And um, are you coming with us, or...? Yes, yes, of course. Euphrates can show you the way. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Come on, come on, Charlie. Let's, let's, uh, let's not keep the good man waiting. You're going at such a slow pace that if there's anything you want to do, it's probably time to do it in between following Euphrates. I'll just keep an eye on our surroundings, look at the buildings that we pass. It's what a good time to have taken up, like taking surroundings and things like that to make sure we, we know where we're going, sort of thing, visual mark that sort of thing. Okay, um, investigation or perception then, dealer's choice. Investigation, I think, for me. That's another natural one. I'm doing well today. 25 from Moira, investigation. Okay. Moira, you're looking around. You see the buildings, they're sort of jogging your memory a bit. A lot of it is places you've seen before, places you've been. And the shadow people, 
A lot of them are just blank and faceless. But some of them have distinctish forms. You can pick out their races. You can pick out some facial features. Some are tall, some are short. Some are beef and some are like twigs. Charlie, you glance around, maybe trying to take in some of the surroundings. But your attention's caught on a particular shadow now. Or shadow half orc. And you catch their eye. Oh, keep moving on. That does hurt a bit. Watch as you go. Stand a bit sadly. But you keep moving and you keep following Euphrates. This leads you up towards a rather grand manor house. There's a circular driveway around it. Moira, have you ever seen a car in your life? Given you haven't really left the island. No, but Moira, Moira would not have seen a car before, no. Charlie, you can definitely see a car. You know what a car is. You know they go from and they go fast. Some One of you pick up a fancy-ish make a supercar. I don't know cars. Um, oh, I don't know, classic. Avoid copyright. Either. Not to avoid copyright. Mm, let's say um You said supercar, didn't you? Yeah. Let's let's go with a Dan Dankagini Gelardo. Yeah, there's a Dankagini Gelardo just casually parked up. Charlie, you you know how to drive this. Your old driver's license burns a hole in your pocket suddenly. <laughs> Is a Dankagini <laughs> no, they've never been a fan of it because it's automatic. This is a manual version, <laughs> somehow. All cars. Of respect. Alex, I'm pretty sure cars are a manual. <laughs> Sorry, what's that? Yeah, we. In, in the land of America, where cars aren't really stick shift. Every, every, pretty much every car in the UK is stick shift slash yeah. manual. You know the proper word, manual. But yeah, there's um, a Dankakini parked on the side. And there's a fountain made of more obsidian, like black stone. And the water inside is magenta. It's quite pretty. It's just flowing out the top. Damn. They're living in style, that's for certain. No, you can't have a black obsidian fountain when we get home. Trust me, I don't like thick. I don't like. I like the magenta, but I don't like the black obsidian fountain. Fair enough. <laughs> Euphrates looks slightly startled when he sees the vehicle. Well, I wasn't here before. What on earth is that contraption? I believe it's a horse's chariot. 
I don't know, you young people and your young people things. He'll go up and he'll knock on the huge brass door knocker on the door. It's in the shape of a lion because we like that bit of old timey classy stuff. Waits. And eventually the door swings open. And there's an elven woman in a smart dress. Yes, can I help you? I bought these people. They're looking for the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper doesn't live here. Um, sir? No, but I brought them to get some information on what they might be able to do. Oh, oh, well, um, she looks over to the two of you. You may as well come in then. Lighted, thank you. And she drops a curtsy as the two of you walk past. And old man Euphrates does the two of you. Well, if you need me before you go, I'll be somewhere around here. Oh, thank you. Start shuffling off. Go to the park, I'm guessing. Okay. <laughs> Probably. He's going to go feed the shadow pigeons. Aww. Wholesome time. Edgy pigeons. Mm. Edgy pigeons. <laughs> pigeons with, like, emo haircuts. I end of all hope on their iPod shuffles. <laughs> I don't... I that song. I don't want to fly today. And there's a raven nearby looking very embarrassed. It's like, I'm not related to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just like, you don't know me, mum. <laughs> anyway, that's an owl, not a pigeon. But the elven woman in the neat dress, she'll lead you into the hallway where... Instead of continuing the Black Obsidian theme, this is all white marbled. With staircases sweeping up and around to meet at the top. I'll I'll take you to the I'll take you to them directly. Thank you. Um, she picks up her skirts to walk elegantly up the stairs. I'm so glad that mine's not quite so uh I'm not wearing a skirt. Aren't you, Charlie? In their trousers. I've, I've not worn a skirt in 20 years. Have you ever worn a skirt? Moira says, walking upstairs. When I was younger. I mean, I'm only 27, but when I was younger. You remember Althea's insistence that you wear skirts for public appearances and for parties? <laughs> because she doesn't want to. Just a cut. Used to cut the undersides of them <laughs> up to up to the um, thigh, so I had more more freedom for me legs. It was an ongoing battle while you were growing up. I think so. Way more about dresses than I thought he would. <laughs> and you play when you have a couple female characters, you need to learn these things. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Smart, smart. In the character, the character wears very pretty dresses. Charlie does to, not wear dresses. I got to educate Alex on sleeve types the other day. <laughs> this is this is brilliant. This is this, the depth Alex goes to for his characters is great. What well answer? What well answer? Is she like did the whole can can thing with her skirt upstairs then? Pretty much. She's just picked up the top so she doesn't trip over it. 
Raise like two inches. Squishing it almost. I'd look. I'm imagining Moira's doing that with like her witch robe, like da 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 Almost, almost, almost mocking in front. Yes. She stops and she turns around. Are you quite done? I'm done. She smiles, but it's a very, very icy smile. You're led up in. And in front of you is a large ornate door, just shot through with gold. And this whole place just reeks of wealth freely. Either side, there's gold statues of birds. And above the door, there's a golden inlay of a bird in flight. It's just scattering feathers down either side of the door frame. Faces. Nonsense. Beautiful, wonderful nonsense. Above your head is some stained glass windows as well. Charlie, are you saying I'm so beautiful? It's definitely... It's definitely architectural for sure. I mean, I'm guessing that much like the rest of the, the place and in the town, this is based on somewhere in the real world as well. Or certainly parts of it are. Can you make me investigation, please? Both of us, or? Yeah, if you want. Fucking hell. Free. Fifteen. Okay. As you're both just staring up at these stained glass windows, there's about eight of them, each portraying a different scene. And you notice they're just, they're gorgeous, they're beautifully handcrafted. There's one of an island, one of a mountain town, one of some sort of manor house in a beautiful town somewhere. And there's a more modest home. But there's also a city, the ocean. There's one of a volcano that's letting an ominous amount of red light. And there's one of a night sky. Absolutely beautiful. Are any of the, any of the um, locations recognisable? Or not really? It's not easy to recognise anything, I think, large usually, so... You recognise the mountain village instantly, Moira. Charlie, you recognise the island in this one? Well, one of, you, one of you didn't live here forever. That Moira was the island. What was that, sorry, Matt? <clears throat> Is that Moira's mountain village? Yes. Bitch. What was it called? Lenovo? That's the name. It's what this world would... It's basically like a counterpart of Hawaii, basically. If you squint, you could roughly locate where your home was. Damn. You see... Moira. You see... 
this panel here with the island on it or a different island to Oshia. That's it. <clears throat> what about it? That's where I come from. Okay. Um, so with that in mind, what about the other ones I'm guessing are places that open came from and shard? Is there, is there caves clearly on there? Shard wasn't born in a cave. They've told you this before. More of being sarcastic. <laughs> but, yeah. You could hazard a guess that two of these other panels are potentially where your compatriots came from. Charlie, remember, to remember for me to tell this to Shard and to open when we get back, okay? Is the lady still walking? She stopped. And she's waiting for you too. She's just noticed you two staring at the windows. So yes, they're quite marvellous, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. Um, how did you come to get them? Oh, they're, they're not mine. They're the owner of the house. Um, okay. It's, it's not my place to question these things, but perhaps you could ask. Maybe, maybe we will, maybe we will. Thank you very much for your help so far, by the way. And she'll drop you another awkward little currency before knocking on the big door. When a voice inside says, open, she'll push it open. From the size of the door, you'd probably be expecting that a large room. This one's fairly small. Maybe 40 foot along and 40 foot wide. It's almost circular. And there's a lot of windows in here. These, however, are ordinary. There's bookshelves lining the walls and a beautifully detailed rug covering most of the floor. You can't imagine how much this rug would cost. I think even some of the wealthier members of the party, their families would be a bit like, Hmm, before purchasing such a rug. And at the end is a large desk to which a humanoid is sat with pale grey skin and golden hair and bright violet eyes. Got a large pair of golden wings coming out of their back. They look up. Ah, yes, come on, come in, come closer. How can I help? We're looking. We're looking for someone known as the gatekeeper. Yes. Can you help us by chance? Gatekeeper, you say? Yes. What business do you have with them? Made the deal at an awkward time. He asked for my help to free him. Okay. He says he's trapped. And this person shifts and just spread their wings out a bit more before sitting back up. So you wish to free them? 
Okay. You see, I would I would love to help you with this. I genuinely would. But the gatekeeper, it has its place. Just as we all do in our respective planes of existence. What would you offer in return for its freedom? Are we talking riches or a favor? Some offer magic, some offer to fight for the freedom of others. You see, the gatekeeper. I will. I will hand it to them. They are in a tricky situation. It's very hard to be in that position. Just stuck between all realms forever. I should imagine it it rubs away one's sanity. See, we tend to do things we'll call it the fun way around here. If you can pick away, but you want to set the gatekeeper free, if you can do some task, or you can fight for their freedom, well, hey, you can make me an offer. I'm open to anything. What fighting for his freedom entail? Yeah, what is we What is killing? What in what regard of fight? Is it suffering or lots of suffering? They sit back and they observe you for a moment. There's two of you, so we'll make it a fair fight. There'll be two of them. That sounds like a fair fight. Two of what? Insight check on the um, fair fight. Okay, roll me insight. Let's find out luck points. See if we can get a bit higher. You know what? Let's fucking roll a different dice because that dice has been bad luck all evening. Natural 20. <laughs> okay. The angel <laughs> man is completely kosher. He's being completely honest with you. So once we defeat these creatures, wherever they are, they will the become the new gatekeeper. They become they'll the be gatekeepers, free. and the gatekeeper will be free. Yes. So, so if we lose, we become the gatekeepers. We die. Well, did you ask for any terms to this contract? The gatekeeper would have set the terms, and I assume they weren't discussed with you. Charlie? What did you agree we to? DM, we didn't really, the two of these characters didn't really discuss terms, did they? Because They did not. Because of the essence of time. Hmm. We were a bit short on time, so we didn't get, get a chance to discuss anything. I do get the point on that side of things. What are the terms of this contract? You could just... I have no idea. And Angel Man, just as at Charlie's hand, with the mark on it, 
you'll just allow me to have a look. I'm sure I'll be able to tell you. I'll refer my hand forward for him to take a look at the mark. No. His hands are weirdly soft, like he uses a lot of moisturiser. <laughs> As he gently just takes Charlie's hand to look at the mark. Oh my, what a sneaky, sneaky thing to do. I'm afraid you were right, Charlotte. This will not end well for you, as you have no terms on this. The gatekeeper can say anything. It could be, you perish, you become the gatekeeper. Anything could happen. If you lose this fight, he essentially chooses what happens to you. What a sneaky, sly thing to do. Myra's well in. We all take the fight. I'm willing. I just wish that you'd discuss this with me first. Angel Man holds up a hand. I can understand your frustration at your companion. But the gatekeeper is a sly, devious being. I've dealt with them in the past. We'll deal with him after we save his life. Understandable. Right. Well, there's, I don't like to call it this, it feels common. There's an arena downstairs. If that'll suit you. That will do fine. Well, let's go take care, we're gonna take care of. We can get you out of this contract, shall we? Let's. Let's see what waits. And the quicker the better, I think. As you go to leave the room, Angel Man, that's just his name, Angel Man, will get up and start to follow you. I may as well be here to witness this. Yes. He has to tuck his wings in to get through the door. <laughs> just down the stairs, we just keep following until we get there. If you just go down the stairs. If you follow underneath the staircase, I'll take you to the right place. More follow the direction she was given. Okay. Come on, Charlie, let's do this. So you keep going. God, where are crimes for fists? Spell casting. Charlie just. That's <laughs> <gets> right. <ready> <laughs> <laughs> Charlie cocked her arm. (laughs) (laughs) As you're going down, Angel Man, going with you. You must have travelled a long way to get here. Several days. Forever. So it could be better and could be worse then. It's not terrible. I would like to get home sooner or later though. That is true. Yes, of course. I can understand that. Now then. Uh, he'll go down. He'll open the door after you. Shall we, Charlie? We'll put the hand out. I'm not going to take that hand, but just to walk through the thing. Pardon? Yeah, I heard that, I heard that Alex. Um, <laughs> Moira and Charlie walk through the door hand in hand. 
Aww. You see the angel man face and I run just slightly. But it's not mockingly. How cute. Now then. You walk into an arena. It looks uncomfortably like the one you were in not too long back. There's even bloodstains in the correct places. Dried, right? But it's probably not the most pleasant place for you. The main difference is, though, the absence of the screaming crowd. Better or worse, I'm not sure. Is there anything you need before you start? I can't be retired, but I've got I need. I've got all I need as well. Thank you. Okay. He spreads his enormous golden wings and just flaps. Settling himself on this little stand. Right then. Let's see. Where is he? Where is that sly little scumbag? And you feel the pressure in the air change for a moment. Before, almost as if falling through nothing, the gatekeeper appears. What did it look like? Okay. In my head, he looks like Asgore from Undertale. So a large goat man? I thought that. And a huge fuck off weapon. And he looks almost startled to be here. Well, well, well. We're trying to call two poor living creatures. There was two of you at the time, wasn't there? Just me. I'm just here to help help her. You mean you weren't there with another person trying to rescue a friend? No, it's just me rescuing a friend. Roll me deception, please. What's my deception? Plus two. 19 plus 2. Angel Man's eyes narrow slightly. And he looks at you. Oh, you insist. Don't worry, your identity is completely safe here. Then he points to the gatekeeper. You're there, let's not waste time. Let's just get on with this. Stop trying to trap people, it's not going to end well for you. And now, across from you, about 50 foot away, two like swirling black, almost tiny voids open up into the floor. And out of them crawls each a shadow man. These shadow men are about six foot tall and wiry. And the one on the left has a feathered wing on his left shoulder and the one on the right has one on his right shoulder and they stand tall for a minute before suddenly crouching down onto all fours and you've seen a human attempting like to run like a dog haven't you yeah 
They take that sort of pose. Let's just get this over with. I'm sure we've all got places to be. And can I get the pair of you to roll for initiative, please? We're going to be doing quick time combat, so I'm going to get to my clock up. Oh no! Oh. Okay. Thirteen. What was that for, Charlie? Uh, I got a thirty. Okay. Eighteen plus eleven. Okay. So. Each round of this, you're going to have 20 seconds to decide what you want to do. If you don't decide in that time, you lose your turn. That is fair. Okay, go, Charlie. Um, okay, I'm bonus action aspect of the worm. So as long as Moira stays within 30 foot of me, they gain the resistance to the chosen type. Looking at these motherfuckers, I will just pick... Um, I'm going with lightning, just because that's my thing. Um, and then I will use bolts of radiance on the one of them. Left or right? This action. I'll go with the left hand side. Okay. Which is three beams at my level. Holy shit! Natural 20, natural 20, and... What the hell's my add-on? Plus nine. So, 22. 22, natural 20, natural 20. So, 29, 29, 26. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Why are you holding? Do they hit? Yes. No, I just wasn't sure. Okay. Eight, so that's three D ten. Eight plus six plus ten. Jesus, the D ten is coming in handy. So the um, left hand side one takes twenty four radiant damage. Okay. Uh, that ends my turn. I'm going to move, going to move slightly off to the left, but I'm going to keep Moira within thirty foot of me. Uh, just to double check, what's the distance on what you've just done? This aura is thirty foot. So as long as I'm with, as long as any any of the party, no, or I meant the, the creatures of I choose. Oh, 120. Okay, that's fine. Anything else for your turn? Nope, I've used my action in bonus action. No, it's actually the turn of the one who just tried to fry his face off. And seeing them run is honestly kind of disturbing because it's like them imitating the way a dog runs, but on a human frame. He's going to get within 15 feet of you. And he just swings his hands through the air. And golden claws appear out of nowhere and slash at Charlie. But do they hit? That is the question. That is a hit. Unless Charlie's AC has changed in the past five minutes. AC is 20. Yeah, that still hits. They oddly burn. And that is 23 points of damage for his slashy damage. Yeah, he slashes at you. Yeah. Which is but a scratch. I've had a big Charlie. I've had to break out the calculator for that damage, though. I have to break out the calculator for all my damage. 
whether it's inflicted on me or inflicted on someone else. Now it's the turn of the second one, because he did get higher than Moira in the initiative. He's going to run round. And can you both make me a con save, please? Oh no. Nine. 23. That to a 20 plus 1. Okay, cool. Half damage for both of you then. As the pressure changes and it's like it's trying to crush you. It's okay. My dude, calm the fuck down a bit. That is 33 points of damage for both of you. 33? Yes. <laughs> half. Half of 36, that is 33. Yeah. Okay. We need some pulls on our asses here. You're fighting shadow people in their realm. They're going to fuck you up if you're not careful. Okay, that's all they're gonna do. He just sits there good. <sighs> and drools a bit. And there's just like this weird black drool that when it hits the dusty earth it just starts sizzling. <laughs> but now it's Moira's go. You have 20, you have 20 seconds to pick something quick. How far away are they from me? I... Well, let's see, let's see, let's see. They were, they're all women, 30 foot of you. Are they close to each other or not? About 15 foot away from each other. Okay, I aimed at one that um, did not been hit by Alex, by, um, by Charlie. I cast Sunbeam. Okay. Oh. Is that a spell. save on my end? Uh, it is a saving throw, yes. Do you want to know the uh, save, save you to make? Uh, it's a, is it a con save? Uh, it's a, it is a con save, yes. Are they good at con? They're okay at con. DM, are these undeads? No, they're not. Okay. That is a 19 on the con save. The, the con save is a 19. That does hit it though. Right, so I'm thinking that that is a. It's. On a failed save. On a success save, it takes half damage. Okay. So it is. That is around. 68, is it? 68 radiant damage half. I only know this because I love this spell and I really want it. Okay. You roll down, and then, but and then, then I believe that's all Boyer is going to do this turn. Yes. Okay, Charlie, you're up. Okay, because I don't want to get too close to this thing, I'm going to do um, I'm going to do bolts of radiant on the left one. Again. Is that the one you've just hit? Yeah. Okay. So, that's uh, not quite as good. Um, 18 plus 9, 8 plus 9, and 16 plus 9. Okay. Um, D10, it's a D100, but it's basically the same thing. So, just take the 0. 7, 10, 6, 7, plus 10 plus 6, 16. 25 points of radiant damage. Bonus action, I will do spend a point of key to do step of the wind. Not step, patient defense. Yeah, 
have advantage on deck saves, is it? Yeah, advantage on deck saves, and he has and anything has disadvantage against attacking me on this turn. Okay. Let's see. Let's see you weird droomy mutant things look at each other. And in in sync, they stand up, and there's. It's a, it's a sign very similar to the flowers in the field earlier. They just merge into each other to become one entity. As they are now a shadow blob, with a complete set of wings as they start hovering. And could I get the pair of you to make me an intelligence save, please? Murder! 27. Okay. What's that? Okay, so Moira passes and Charlie does not. Let's see. Okay, that's not like terrible in retrospect. Wait a minute, I didn't roll enough dice. Oh no. Gary gets to say vaguely threatening things. So Moira takes 20 points of um, force damage, Charlie takes 40, and you are now paralysed until the end of your next turn, as this wave of strange energy just washes over you, and you can feel all your joints just stiffen up completely. With the monk paralysed as the two of them continue to fight the shadow people on their own turf, how will the rest of this fight go? Will Charlie break free of the contract? Well, you'll just have to find out next time. This podcast was brought to you by me, Gary, in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Matt Attack Productions. Adios.